Attention Paddock Preview Show, powered by RST. Good morning and welcome to a dry and bright TT Grandstand ahead of what will be, we hope, an action-packed day at the Alderman TT Races, fueled by Monster Energy. Five races, something that's never been attempted before in TT history, is what the organisers will try to do today to get this schedule back on track ahead of Senior Race Day tomorrow. We'll see how we go with it. I'm Chris Boyd and today I'm joined by Kiefer Moore. TT competitor uh, Frugal 2015 with five podium finishes and a former factory rider for uh, Honda. Patrick Ferrance, three times winning sidecar TT passenger and eight podiums in all. And Ed Wilson, TT and motorsport digital content manager for the Department Department for Enterprise. Good morning, gents. Morning. Good morning. Let's bring you the weather forecast to start with. Today will be mainly dry with only a small risk of an isolated shower and bright with some lengthy sunny spells developing. This is what we want to hear, particularly this afternoon. Feeling pleasant in the sunshine with temperatures reaching 14 or 15 degrees centigrade in mainly moderate winds. Staying dry this evening and tonight, but turning increasingly cloudy overnight. Tomorrow will start dry and cloudy, but rain moves in quickly from late morning, turning persistent. So and heavy during the afternoon. We do not want to hear that bit of it, but hopefully we will be done by then. The schedule for today, then, that's been rewritten and rewritten and rewritten. It came out about uh, 7 o'clock last night. The Mountain Road is due to start closing from Leaning Road in Ramsey in about 15 minutes' time, 10.45, and from the bungalow at 11 o'clock. The rest of the course, the main bulk of the course, will close at 11.30. At 11.50, the aim is to have a senior and super stock qualifying lap. Then at 12.45, a two-race Monster Energy Supersport TT Race 2 at 1.50. A two-lap Locate.im Sidecar TT Race 2 at 2.55. A three-lap RL360 Superstock TT Race. The roads will then open for the usual tea time window to get everybody home from work between 5 and 6. And then close again at 6 before we move on to a two-lap Bennett's Lightweight TT Race at 6.30. And then obviously the one-lap SES TT Zero at 7.30 before we have another qualifying session at 8.10. Flipping out, what a day this is going to be. All roads hope to be open by half past nine, except for the mountain that will open by half past ten. Did we get all that in, guys? Because we'll set an exam later. Yes, yeah, just about. <laughs> yes, just unprecedented, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, the, the weather they've had over the fortnight, they've, well, the five races in a day, albeit the, they're all shortened laps, um, apart from the TT Zero, whichever we're going to be one lap. Um, but it, it's all the organisers can do. Um, it, it's such a difficult um, decision to make and everything. But if you look at the, we lost the first night of practice, uh, and you think, oh well, we've got all week to go at. But then you get to the last day of practice, and the guys have still not really been out. Um, you can't get to that last day of practice and make a knee-jerk decision. Say we've got to get the boys out. You've got to make the same decision on the last day of practice of what you have on the first. And this is what we've ended up with. But hopefully, it should be a fantastic day's racing. It's going to be busy, busy, busy day of racing, isn't it, Ed? Yeah, very, very busy. And it's um, with the short and short and races, we're not going to be seeing too many pit stops. The only pit stops are going to be coming in the the superstock race, which is a bit of a shame because they've been quite decisive in the previous years. Uh, but it's it's just going to be all out racing <laughs> from start to finish. This could be the kind of day where somebody does like a northwest and wins two or three in a day, Keith. Well, could you imagine even four? I mean, imagine a solo riding rider winning four races in one day. That'll never happen again, ever, ever, ever at a TT. 
then again, this is a bit like a normal day for me back at Not Kill. I used to rock, eh? It sunny one minute, there it was snowing, then it was raining, but it's all go. Just eh? keep jumping from bike to bike to bike. Yeah, I mean, I think the main thing now is going to be it's softer compound tyres, especially for super sport guys, because you know they're only doing two laps. <coughs> um, even possibly super stock as well. So I think it's going to be fast and furious from the get go. Will they go with still go with the tyre change in the super stock? They're not allowed to change in Superstock anymore. Oh, no, no, not allowed no. to this year. That, uh, that rule was brought in this year just uh, because obviously they've not got the quick release changes in the, yeah, yeah. In the Superstock machines. That it was Plus it makes it more kind of stock as opposed to yeah. 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 the bigger teams have obviously got access to. Yeah, well, I think we better touch on that as well because the, um, just let people know that the the regulator they have to stop on the first, first lap. lap. Yeah, Ed was explaining that before. Yeah, just as a safety thing, really, because obviously if, you, if you've got some coming in at the end of the first lap and some coming in at the second lap, you're going to have people coming out of the pit lane while there's still faster bikes going past, which is just for a safety thing. Um, yeah. I mean, you want to have them coming in at the end of the first lap. But then also, it means you still get a flying lap at the end. Exactly. Of the, of uh, which is, I mean, common sense-wise, really, that's yeah. w- the way we go. It's always going to be faster. And the other element in that is if they did end up shortening it to two laps mid-race, as they did the other day with Super Sport 1, some guys might have already stopped at the end of lap one. Some people haven't, and they get the advantage. Yeah, but I mean, I think, to be fair, uh, uh, all the top guys are definitely going to go for... They would always stop in lap one anyway, so... Because mm. it is... You've got to go with what's pro- probably going to pan out, so and I would also, always have stopped in the first lap anyway. And also, yeah, if you, if you start the race with a full tank, you've only then got half a tank to fill up, so you can have a much shorter uh, pit stop anyway. Hey. Thank you. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Right, let's make a start. There. We've got five races to work through, and um, I know Keith was with us yesterday when we were, were we were looking at Supersport Two. And between the four of us who were here yesterday, Milky was with us, and uh, who else was with us yesterday morning? Really? <laughs> that long ago? I can't remember. Did you go to the Monster Party last night? <laughs> Doesn't feel like it. We came up with about eight different winners for this. I don't know whether it changes any with it being short to two laps instead of four. I think it's still. It was Phil Wayne who was with us yesterday. Apologies to Phil. I think it's still just as wide open as it was would have been if it had been a four-lapper. Um, to be honest, yeah, it is. I mean, it's. I actually had a, a chance to speak to um, Gary Johnson um, yesterday evening, and I didn't actually realise he'd he'd had a couple of issues which I didn't know about. So I think I might change my uh, order of the top three <laughs> slightly because he was really on it um, on the first lap yesterday. So. I think he finished seventh, didn't he, on on, on the first race there? So yeah, but at the end of the first lap, he was right there. I mean, I think he was in the top three in the first lap. He was the one that backed it off most for the rain up the west coast, wasn't he? And that's what's affected his, his result, I think. He it wasn't just the rain. I've kind of no. subsequently found out. So, yeah, I mean, he's definitely going to be in the mix. As I say, Michael Dunlop, he's got a new engine in and he's looking quite cheery. So I think Michael's definitely going to have something to, something to say about it. But um, Lee Johnson, Hillier Hickman... I think if you're a betting man, you'd be wiser just to keep your money in your pocket. Because <laughs> it, it, well, you're going to go on each way, aren't you? You're, yeah. you're not going to go... Because, f- I mean, yeah, there's, there is genuinely six guys. I mean, if Connor has a good run, I mean, Connor, he's likely to be on a podium as well. And I don't think um, Bikes Not Finishing is probably going to come into it because it's only mm, two laps. That's right, yeah. There shouldn't really be any attrition problems. Does it change the mindset, do you think, with it only being a two-lapper? Because, like Peter Hickman, we, we're used to dropping a little bit of time early. He just can't afford to do that today, can he? Well, he, I mean, he didn't the other day. To be fair, I mean, Dean didn't do his usual thing and just bolts <clears throat> from the start line. Um, I mean, in the Super Sport race, he did a little bit. He dropped quite a bit of time in the first. I think he was down to seventh. Just down to Glen Helen. Yeah, but then on the, on the second lap, he was yeah. setting purples, purples, purples all the way, and you could see him just clawing back the time and getting getting towards the sharp end again. The big thing for me is is if Dean can get the hammer down hmm. from 
the start. I mean, if he does get to Glen Helen and he's got like a three-second lead or whatever, or even Ramsey with three or four-second lead, that's a big ask in two laps to pull that back now. But like you say, Hickman and Lee. I mean, Lee was he was pretty special over the mountain. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting quite excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anybody who manages to break a second by about two or three seconds has suddenly just got a massive advantage. Especially super sport race. I mean, because yeah. it's it's so close anyway. I mean, it's it's going to go yeah right down the wire. Um, as well with Lee starting at number eleven again, he's got Hitman in front of him. That's that's sort of the ultimate character chase, isn't it? You're certainly not going to catch take, if you do take ten out of Peter Hickman in a two lap race, then you are on yeah, race winning pace. Oh yeah, we're yeah. going to win it definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, Peter might have to try and clear David Johnson and Davy Todd, but even then, reducing it to two laps. I don't think it's going to be a major no. issue, to be honest. They should all have a relatively clear road. There shouldn't be any excuses, should there? Well, having seen the way Hickman got through the, the slow traffic last year in the senior, I don't think that's an issue for Peter whatsoever. Like, I, I don't think there's going to be any slower traffic. <laughs> no, no, not a two-lap race. They're, they're all quick boys, yeah. and anybody that you're catching, you're not going to catch them quick, because anybody in that top, top sort of 20, they're all real, real quick guys. Yeah. So if you're catching the guy in front, you're not going to be catching them at such a pace where you're going to have to be on him yeah, that yeah, quick yeah. you're yeah. going to be gradual where you're, where you're catching him especially over a two lap race and to pull 10 seconds it's, it's, it's a big ask I think the big the big question for me is Michael yeah he's I mean if, if Michael is you know proper and he's on it and he, the bike is where he wants it I mean well, we, we saw what he done last year in the Super Sport class yeah. here yeah. So, yeah. Oh. over 129 you know, pushing on for towards 130 yeah that's Super just mind bending I can't <laughs> actually I mean I think I nearly done 127 and I thought well that's it yeah. <laughs> there is no more so to go you're like 24 seconds faster or whatever nah yeah we'll see right quick round the table then who do we think Super Sport Part, uh, Super Sport oh good one I have no idea. <laughs> Patrick's Patrick, <laughs> Patrick, Jim, Ed? Uh, I'm going to go with Lee Johnson again. He just looks like he's full of confidence and he's on he's on top form. That's not fair. I'm going to I'm going to go with Dean Harrison. Oh, there we go. I'm going to go with Dean. But uh, it's Michael. Oh, there we go. Just the, just the three up. different winners from the three pundits there. So much consensus. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on then. The next race will be a two-lap uh, locate the IM sidecar TT2 and. This has to be all about the virtuals again, doesn't it, Patrick? Um, you would think that, looking at the at the form they've been doing, they went in and they went just over a little hundred, over 119 mile an hour, just shy of their own lap record that they set last year. And it was windy. I think they were five, six, seven seconds seven up. Seven and a half. Seven and a half seconds up wow. on their lap record to, to Ramsey, and then they lost that over the mountain. So that would have been a 120 mile an hour lap average. Yeah. So, wow. But you, what, what can you say about that? Um, but John Alden's definitely in the mix. I mean, he was a bit down after the after the race, and I've been speaking to him, and he actually showed me his data, and he was on the rev limiter most of the way around oh. the course. He, he messed up with the gear, and he'll openly admit that. Um, so he's pretty confident that he can sort of try and push it and, and give it to them, but the Birchalls, they're the ones, I think. Well, John did admit that as soon as he got to Quarterbridge and saw the Birchalls already disappearing into <laughs> Bradenbridge, he felt it was done at that point, yeah. as early as sort of a mile and a half into lap one. Well, obviously they were on the pace, but if he's also struggled with his gearing, then you've sort of you're you're well and truly on the back foot there. Yeah, he you? said he said it was just down to lack of uh, track time. Yeah, that was it. He just he just went the wrong way. He thought that he could um, put a, an extra tooth on the back, and, but it, it was just too much. It, 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 I saw the data for myself, and data doesn't lie. It was on the limiter the whole way around for the whole race. It's, it, and there's something like 
70 percent or something ridiculous at full throttle. Yeah, seventy percent at yeah, full yeah, throttle, yeah, and he's so. um, he, he was just short of his fastest ever lap again, so mid one hundred and seventeen, I think he did in the race. Oh, so, yeah. so when he's looked back and reflected, he's quite happy, and he's he's pretty sure he can sort of get up to there where the Bertrands are. He's already I crying over the mechanical <laughs> sympathy yeah, reply. Yeah, I see <laughs> engine builders around the world going, "Oh my god, oh." <laughs> It's what he had. He just had to go with it, and that's, yeah. that's what it was. Can I just say before we go any further, I want the first pick on this one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Continue. <laughs> We've yeah. got. Uh, we had a big battle for third uh, in race one between the two Founds boys, and and Peter was coming back at Alan towards the end of the race. There was only I think five and a half seconds in it at the end, and there'd been ten and a half in it at Ramsey. So th- these two are literally nip and tuck, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They've been they've been like that for years. They've they were racing at the Southern 100 last year and they were you wouldn't think they were brothers with the way that they were racing they were <laughs> up side of each other and if they're close on the road they'll battle as hard as they are with anybody um, but they're going off number 4 and 5 and yeah they're definitely in the mix for the podium and obviously we've got Tim Reeves, yeah. Dave Molyneux on a, who both are like trying if, to salvage something out of their TT essentially yeah, here, aren't the, they? as far as TTs goes for them I think it's been pretty disastrous yeah, I haven't had much luck at all. I haven't said, I mean, nobody's had much luck, but I mean, they've had like zero luck. Z- yeah. Absolute zero luck. Um, so if you put them back in the mix, they're, they're up there. And Both the of them were out within the first two miles, weren't yeah. they? I think Do they we know what their issues were? Uh, no, I've not spoke yeah. to them, so yeah, I'm not quite one sure. Of, <clears throat> one of them was electrical. Uh, well, mm. actually it wasn't, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, in fact, both of them, I think both of them went down with the engine problems, yeah. Yeah. Right. Which is a bit unusual in the first lap. Mm. To be so early on in the first lap as well. Because I'd imagine uh, there'd be brand new engines in there. There would be. Yeah, there, there were brand new engines, but obviously they, they wouldn't have had a chance to get a run on a practice lap because they haven't had any practice on them. Yeah, I think a lot of the Sargo uh, guys have actually been looking to go to Jerby this morning just because they're so short on time just to bed chains in, scrub tyres in. Yeah, I mean, I saw it's in. not easy for the guys, though. Yeah. Not, I, mean, not. I walked past a virtual's on and they seemed a bit stressed yesterday and then I walked past a little bit later and they were changing the engine, so I can only assume that they're going to have to go into the race with a brand new engine. Mm. Well, I think so I heard that they bought four with them for TT, so yeah. with the little amount of running that we've had, hopefully they've got a brand new one ready to ship in. Yeah, yeah but it's not just when you put brand new engines and you have to sort of... Go out and run them, run them in, in a little bit, just give them just, a little, just bit, of a give them a little bit, but they, they can't because they're on a two lap dash now. Would you look to change the fueling at all, then, even if it's just a slightly different engine? If it's, if it's meant to be the same, would you still have to check that side of stuff? Or? Uh, they haven't got time now. No. It was pretty much when they went out in practice the other night, if they had any problems, they had to ride around them because just yeah. for the lack of track time, some people hadn't even qualified at that point and they had a chance of getting two laps in. And I think it was Alan Founds came in, he had a bit of a problem and he had to just go back out again and ride around it. And that's the. Yeah, I'm the sure sp- I heard Molly's bike was misfiring when it came past it in the first lap. And he kept going. Yeah, the, just to get just to <coughs> the laps. Yeah, exactly. It was just an unfortunate situation that they were in. But if everybody goes going and um, Tim shows a form that he showed last year, and obviously we know what Molly can do. Exactly. The Founds boys, 116 and a half, I think Alan did, and Peter's just short of that. Um, and then of course the what the crows boys. Crow boys, that's <laughs> the <laughs> other factor to throw in here, isn't it? This, yeah. I, I put this on uh, Twitter the other day. This is how outstanding that performance by the crow boys was. Um, the last time I won a race was only five years ago, and we had um, a race time of one hour one second point three. Their race time for that race, which was only let's not forget their second, third, and fourth <laughs> ever laps of the mountain course, because they'd only managed one lap in practice. They did a race time of one hour, one second, point five. Oh. So over an hour's racing, they were point two of a second off a time that would have won them oh, only yeah. five years ago. Race. Wow. So That's incredible. It is incredible. It, on an unproven engine, they've had yeah. reliability issues. They've been developing that thing by themselves. Because if somebody develops a Suzuki for the sidecars around here, um, or a Honda, they're 
technology and the information slowly gets filtered down through the rest of the paddock. But them boys have been flying blind. They're by themselves. So what Fair they've play. done in that team, yeah. you've got to hold your hands up and give them a round of applause for what they've done. I think the, uh, the front runners might be getting a little bit scared now. Yeah. Uh, definitely for, for next year and the years to come. They're definitely <laughs> going to be contenders, I would have thought. Absolutely incredible. Right, quick. With, oh, in fact, before we do that, we do just want to mention uh, your girlfriend Sarah and Michael Jackson. And uh, what's the update on those? Yeah, the update. Michael's had a he had a seven-hour operation yesterday. He's uh, his hand. I'm not going to go into details about what it is with him, but just wish him all the best. For He's the over future. in Liverpool. Isn't He's it? over in Liverpool in uh, Western Hospital. Yeah, Sarah's broken a couple of fingers on her hand and she's badly bruised, but she's generally all right as a as walking away from a crash round here but um, yeah just best wishes to Michael over in Winston Hospital and uh, everybody over is thinking of him and actually the I'll just say this quickly there's um, they've got teas and coffees and a, a full keg of beer down at uh, Jackson Racing headquarters down in the paddock there <laughs> so if anybody wants to go past and wish him well they've got a card there to sign and stuff like that so everybody's welcome just to if they're passing that way Brilliant. We're always down there. Wish wish Michael <laughs> all the best as well, right? You want the first shout on this one then, Keith? Uh, I've, I've got to see the bunch of boys, haven't I? Yeah. I mean, the guys, they're on fire. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going with them, definitely. Ed? Well, maybe I'll just go for someone who coming on the podium. I'd, I would say the Crow boys might end up on the podium. Wow. This one. That'd be tremendous. Yeah, and for the win, I'm going to have to go the virtuals. I think they're sort of the guys on fire. They're the guys to chase, and if everybody's going to be beating them they're going to have to be on lap record pace and on the top of the game but the virtuals for me in this one okay you're listening to attention paddock brought to you by rst we are building up to a mammoth five race race day here at the isle of man tt fueled by monster energy we've got three more to go through i'm chris boyd and i'm joined by <laughs> patrick ferrance ed wilson and keith Moore. the next race we're going to look at is the rl360 superstock tt which in practice and based on the super bike race is all about peter hickman isn't it keith Ah, you'd be, you wouldn't be very sensible to bet against it, would you? I mean, you're yeah, judging by the, how fast he went in the uh, superbike race. Have look at the end of the day, those engines, stock engines, are so good now. Um, I mean, I've heard a, a rumor that a couple of the guys riding BMWs have took superbike engines out and put super stock engines in, right, wow. purely because it's going to make life a little bit easier. They've got less torque. I mean. The superbike around here is not. Well, it was never fun for me to ride, but the super super stock bike was always that little bit easier. Yeah, the power delivery comes in a little bit easier, and a little and bit control, and the track's green. So yeah. I mean, trying to get that amount of power down and bike bikes. I mean, it makes perfect sense to me. I would do the same thing if I, <clears throat> if I had that option available to me. Definitely. Based on this little running, who else do we see being in the mix? Ed. Uh, Dean was fast out of the box, wasn't he, on the very first night of practice. Uh, he's had a lot of time with his Kawasaki's, he's familiar with them. Slightly different to the last year's machines, I think, but again, it's because uh, we've not had that much time in the last, the last couple of he's weeks. He's actually he's the fastest man in practice, well, isn't he? Yeah. 129.336 to Peter Hickman's 128.499, but we know the pedigree of Peter's bike using it in the in the superbike race. Yeah, he, yeah, I think he just swapped out the front end and the, the swing arm, I think, just to make the pit stops a little bit easier. Uh, in the superbike, so basically he's already done a race distance on the superstock machine. Uh, obviously he was running slick tyres then, and this will be treaded tyres. But it's yeah, I mean the shortened races, the lack of time. It's all going to be a bit of unknown, and it's it's it should be some fantastic racing, really. Well, I mean the other thing for me is, excuse me, as did you see Peter's um, splits on the stock bike the other day? Uh, oh, on that practice lap where he yeah. went out on it and he was setting um, the, bit, the fastest lap of the week oh, he, and then on any off. machine. Yeah, just yeah. pop, 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 pop. And uh, he had the, well, he never had slicks on, put it like that. Mm. Yeah, so I think the guys, but again, depends. Dean, Michael, 
and f <laughs> there's a few people in here who might have something else to say about that as well because uh, there's a certain man riding a Kawasaki who I think might just be in the top two as well. Who Mr. Hillier, by any chance? How did you guess? Well, because he destroyed everyone at the, uh, the northwest, the north didn't he, on his uh, stock bike? Yeah, well, he, he, yeah, yeah. he took the super stock bike out in the super bike race. And just Unbelievable, cleaned up, didn't he? Yeah. Unbelievable. So and then yeah. went out in the super stock race and was leading by twenty <laughs> seconds at the yeah. northwest two hundred. It's just unheard of. It doesn't happen, especially considering who he's racing against. Yeah. Absolutely. So, oh, we're factoring James Hillier in for sure then. Looking a little bit further down the list, Jamie Coward has been a name, when we've had any action on, on the mountain course this, this two weeks, Jamie Coward has been a name that's always been there or thereabouts. I mean, especially in the big bikes, he's getting better and better and better and better. And I think, yeah, he is going to be there or thereabouts. Um, whether he's going to have had enough time this year, obviously, with the lack of track time, I don't know. But I was, I was just about to factor in, say, I've got one of my uh, podium bets is uh, Jamie Coward. I think he's going to be pushing for a podium spot for definite. He's he's right on the pace. He's been quick in, in every class. And I think he might win the uh, Super Twin race, but yeah. anyway, we'll get to that in a little while. <laughs> That's my pick again, by the way. Just so <laughs> <we're>, <laughs> That's established again. Okay. I think uh, David Johnson as well has also gone very, very well so far this week. On the Honda. Third yeah. fastest, perhaps, so far. Uh, fifth fastest fifth he is fastest. On, on the practice sheets, yeah. But he was, there was one practice session where he was second quickest, yes. I think, wasn't there, in the, in the conditions. And uh, we've had windy conditions all the way through whenever they've been out on the track so these times are a little bit held back say, it's by just those. such an unknown because the guys haven't had a perfect weather practice it's it's either been wet in places or it's been windy so it is all a massive unknown at the moment so it's it it will be exciting, I think, for the... What about Connor in Superstore Race? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, just look, you, look down, you just look down the list and it's just We're like, not bringing oh, much expert about, analysis to this, are we? We're just naming everybody <laughs> on the sheet. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to hedge a bit somewhere. <laughs> well, we, but we look, at the, we look at that Superbike race and the practice times because of the conditions were down at 128s and so, and they immediately, first lap, stepped it up to 130-plus pace, 132-type pace. Mm. You know, the step up from where what we've seen in these practice times at what uh, Dean's fastest, 129.336. It's going to mean nothing potentially come the race. You, well, made, it, you made it sound like 128 was slow then when you said so. 130. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, thanks. I didn't go any faster than 128. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers for that, mate. Um, <clears throat> I actually spoke to um, the fast, well, one of the fastest guys in the class and he said they, he reckons they're going to need to do 134 mile an hour in here to win it. And I was like, you cannot be serious to try it's green. But, and he's like, mm -hmm. yeah, no, I'm telling you, it'll be 134 mile an hour. Wow. On a two-lap race. A three-lap race, sorry, they've got, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. It could well come down to this pit stop, couldn't it? This one pit stop. Yeah, I think it was going to be the one, <coughs> the only pit stop we see, I think, today. So. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, there's a fairly good chance. But again, I think now, though, because they can't change um, tyres and stuff. It's just the fuel. It's just the fuel. And I mean, I think they test the rigs, and unless somebody actually makes a mistake, I don't think there's going to be a lot in it. But even so, I mean, just the it's the, the pit crews haven't won't have done any practice this week. Only in the super bike race that they'll have done a pit stop so far and even then that was only the front boys yeah. so the pit crews will be a little bit rusty obviously they'll be practicing but just it, 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 all it takes is a couple of seconds to have a fumble with a fuel filler and big pressure eh? yeah. nerves will be jangling won't they <laughs> See, not for me did you used to practice <laughs> your pit stops uh, yeah well you, kinda, you had to if you, if you have a good practice week and you get a chance young, mm. it's, it's definitely with Honda I mean yeah, we used to get it drilled into us and in the honour of the team just practice 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 and Obviously, it does help because the top teams generally have the fastest pit stops. But there's, as I say, there's no um, wheel change, no tyre change. So, yeah, it's going to happen on the track, man. Yeah. 
Right, round the table. Patrick? Um, I'm going to go for Pete Hickman, I think. Still not as cool, I think. Ed? Uh, well, I'll go for Dean, I think. <laughs> 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 it's not fair. You need to go anti-clockwise. <laughs> no, well, we did last time. We'll go All right, we did. We did. Right, that's yeah. um, uh, Michael. Michael, which is a change from James Hillier, who we mentioned a few minutes ago. <laughs> well, I was going to actually. I forgot. No, in fact, no, no, scratch that more, Hillier. Okay, okay. Because I had Michael another one. Yep. I need to change. Can't. Brilliant. Insightful <laughs> <laughs> analysis coming to you here on Attention Planet this morning. There's no analysis. We've just got the names and we're pulling them out of hats. Yeah. <laughs> it's all we can do. I just want to be different to these two, that's all. Fair yeah. enough, fair enough. The lightweight, the Bennett's lightweight TT, which again is now only going to be over two laps. I think Michael Dunlop has got a big target on this one. Mm. Oh, definitely. I mean, there's no question. Um, but again, a few real quick guys in there. Uh, David Todd, if he had a little bit more time in that Norton I think he would definitely be there thereabouts I mean he's real quick and he, he likes that bike a lot but I just don't think they've maybe had enough um, time doing it to get the bike dialed in um, my, Gary Johnson Michael Rutter I mean so far this week well so far these two weeks Jamie Coward's uh, gone a mile an hour faster than anyone else yeah 199 just shy of 120 which a few years ago would have been Michael, Michael 100 and what, 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 Max 118.8 yeah and what did he do last year 122 yeah yeah. yeah. so we're still incredibly fast but it's it's, it's some way off the pace but again two laps um, th- these bikes are tuned to the absolute extreme aren't they so it's probably a little less mechanical sympathy will go into it they'll just as, no, I think it's a good thing it's two laps because, mm. I mean, obviously because they are tuned to the moon, these things, a lot of them, they don't last the race. Mm. So, I mean, if you are short enough, they've got a lot more chance of, of finishing. So, mm, I think there'll be more people at the end, obviously, than normal news. So, it's, it's a simple yeah, scratch your head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, this one's a throw it up in the air again. I think yesterday you went for Michael, didn't you, on the show? Yeah, I did. I went yeah. for Michael yesterday, yeah. It's a shame we've just not got Derek McGee involved in there. I think he was, he was unfortunately had to slip off at uh, Greenberg Castle yeah. the other night in practice, obviously spending the best wishes and quick recovery and stuff. But uh, he'd, he'd been on great form and start, he was going to start off at number one, so there'll be a gap at number one uh, today, which is a shame. He would have definitely been a contender. On this Absolutely, yeah, he will. Because, I mean, he's been riding really, really, really well. He was really unlucky at the Northwest 200 mm. and he was in the mix in a few different classes. He's, he's been sort of coming on over the last couple of years, like on the, the Irish roads and. Yeah, he uh, took his debut podium last year, yeah. didn't he? In the, in the I rate him highly. I mean, and he's just been going about his business quietly, yeah. kind of almost in the background. And it I mean, sort of goes under the radar, doesn't he, of all the all the big names? And, and he just I think one day he's, he's just going to be, it's like, bang, right, I'm here. Mm. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. like, right at the sharp end. And I think he's definitely going to win for the future. He's going to win a few TTs. Yeah, yeah so it's a shame. The, yeah, the Norton Superlights probably aren't there just yet. So although David Todd, John McGuinness and Peter Hickman are all right up there at the front, it's probably a little bit too early in the evolution of that bike uh, for them to be contenders probably today. But we've still got people like uh, Dan Cooper, Gary Johnson, Michael Rutter, Lee Johnston, Lee Ian Johnson. Locker. Yeah. Lee, jo- and, yeah. Lee Johnson, he's on a really, really, really good bike. I mean, and yeah, he's on it, fire at the minute. So. If there's any bikes to be on in this race when you've not had that much time and you know a bike is going to be sound, it's going to be one of the KMR Kawasaki's because it's just... That man has so much experience in building these bikes. Yeah, right. Okay. We're very nearly out of time here on Attention Particle Ready. Too much to rattle through. The SES TT Zero is, is due to be the last race of the day. It's basically now, with the unfortunate, obviously, loss of uh, Daley Matheson and the, and the University of Nottingham team, it's a battle between the two Mugans, Michael Rutter and John McGuinness. Michael Rutter is unbeaten when he's entered this class. 
Yeah, I mean, every time. look at the end of the day, it's, and he's been on a roll. I mean, he's he's been right at the sharp end the last couple of years. He's enjoying his race and he's he's happy. So I'm going to give you first pick here because that's for the, that's for the only fair. The the zero. zero. Uh, well, yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Michael Russell then. I think. <laughs> who's who's taking John McGuinness? I'll take John. Oh. There we go. That <laughs> is a rapid run through of all the action we are expecting on the TT course today. The guys will all be back with us as if it all happens, and they're not uh, too inebriated. Be, before yep. we could it, if it runs over a couple of minutes, all right. I just want to say a massive thank you to all the marshals around the circuit because they yeah. were yep. out on the circuit all day yesterday and they've put up with a lot of um, planned changes with the, with the schedules and everything so I just want to give a massive shout out to all the marshals because it, it's a massive effort there's over 530 marshals I believe around the circuit um, to keep this well said, mate. program running mm. so thank you to all the marshals Top here job. here we absolutely all concur with that one we'll get you up to news at 11 with Johnny Moss and then the full commentary team will be here for an unbelievable day's action potentially on the TT course